Brad. You know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business Life Retirement. Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. Well, I'm not sure I like your hat. Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, I'm not talking about Christmas. I'm talking about the NBA playoffs, but you will have a chance at gifts still, or shall I say prizes? Because this year, DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. And of course, it's free, which means you get your free chance at daily cash prizes. DraftKings is going to be offering two free play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during the day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hi, folks. Bibbs here. Um, so we had some t- technical difficulties, which you're going to hear in just a second. Uh, basically, my internet kept going in and out while we were trying to record. I'm not sure why that was occurring. So I ended up having to record on my phone, which I haven't had to do in a long time. Um, So my audio isn't as crisp as usual, but hopefully does not take away from the episode. Enjoy. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep that in the episode. <laughs> oh man! Uh, After all the issues that we've had, I don't have any energy for edits. <laughs> no energy for edits, man. Fuck it. Uh, What's going uh, on, people? 
what's going on, people? Let's 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 get right. Let's transition right into it. The energy is good right now. Everything is working. Uh, we've been trying to get this going for an hour now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one fourteen. Based on the way we had the episode set up, we literally would have been done by now. But you know, yeah. No put- I didn't say whose fault it was. <laughs> Oh man, it ain't your fault. Technical difficulties, you know. Uh, they honing the game over there. But welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. As usual, I am one half of your host, Mind of Reese, aka Maurice Williams. My other half, Bibbs, aka Michael Bibbins. We are the Mavs Outsiders. We are the Dallas Mavericks, and we're going into the playoffs, baby. The regular season is finally over. The stress is finally over. The stress of losing to trash teams is finally over. Now we only have to stress about losing to good teams. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Oh, man, I'm as ready as I'm going to be, man. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Are you hype? I can't be hype after this week. And uh, I don't even think we want to do the game by game if we or if you were, uh, if you were, we're not doing it game by game. We're not doing it game by game. (laughs) The the way these games went, blown out by Memphis, uh, took care of business against who, the Pelicans? Yeah, but no Zion or or Ingram. Barely beat the G League Raptors and then got stomped by the Timberwolves. It didn't affect our standing, but like, how am I supposed to feel good about this team after a week like that? You can't especially going into a series against the Los Angeles Clippers. <clears throat> like, I forgot what we looked like when we played well. It's easy to forget. <sighs> it's it, This wasn't the best way to end the week, man. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it was like, I, I can't remember what week it was, but y'all know the week I'm talking about where I was like, oh, well, we really went winless this week. We didn't go winless this week, but, you know, uh, yeah. We struggled against the Raptors. We lost to the Timberwolves. We got stomped. And we got stomped twice this week. <laughs> and got stomped by the Grizzlies. So, yeah. At least the Grizzlies are a playing team. But. <laughs> if you ain't top eight, we not showing up. That's that's what the math said. That's actually – that. That's that's discouraging, but at the same time, at least we know they're going to show up for playoff games. So, you know. <clears throat> and see, so here's, all right, it's, that's why I want to get into my philosophy a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of people don't like the the game to game, complaining about things here and there. Oh, what about the big picture? And oh, this is just one game. And oh, this doesn't matter. But over the course of the season, you want to pick up patterns and things that your team does on a regular basis that you can look for when the playoffs start. So when we come out in this first playoff game and we get off to a slow start, that's going to look like some of these bad games. And it's going to remind me of that. Not just, and that's why I don't ignore those things so that I know what to look for and what to expect from my team when we get to the playoffs. Now we saw, we didn't lose a game after we uh, led in the first quarter, right? I don't know if we, we, we didn't lead in the first quarter tonight, right? No. So we went what twenty seven and zero when leading yeah. after the first quarter. Best Insane best in that, bro. Best in NBA history. Um, 
<clears throat> I think the the 96 97 Bulls were 47 and 1 or something like that. So obviously more games where they led after the first quarter. Uh, and all the other teams on the list, the top five teams all went to the finals. Uh, the top five records after the first quarter in NBA history. Well, I so, mean, I think it's safe to say that's that rest. That trend is about to end. But <laughs> <laughs> you, this is not the podcast if you were expecting uh, us to say going to the ship. Yeah, uh, no. I mean, if we get out of the first round, I'll be like, okay, cool. But I'm not expecting a championship. Yeah, first round, I mean, I'll, that's all I, I'm going to go back because on my personal podcast, the Bibbs Corner podcast, currently Bibbs Corner NBA podcast, I had a bunch of guests on before the season and everybody pretty much said the same stuff, four or five seed, um, do do as good as we are, uh, four or five seed uh, and challenge whoever we face in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, some people said they wanted to get to the second round you know it is what it is but we're in position to do exactly what we wanted to do and a title was not on anybody's list <laughs> so one thing at a time you know we get into the playoffs and we sweep the clippers all right lucas doing 40 a night <laughs> my tune might change but until then we gotta take it one game at a time i'm personally not mad at the matchup I'm not mad at it, but I would have preferred another one, obviously. Uh, we talked about it. I would have preferred the Nuggets because I have more faith in us against the Nuggets, honestly. Right. Um, but who knows with the Clippers? I mean, the Clippers have been a really good team all season. Mm-hmm. PG has been playing great this season. Kawhi has been playing great this season. Granted, you know, uh, Kawhi has been out with injury a lot. Um, is Ibaka going to be back for the playoffs? Yeah, he played tonight, actually. Played, okay. He played the last two games, I think. Okay. But at the same time, the Clippers haven't ended the season as well as they've been all season. Right. So uh, maybe some of that carries over into the playoffs. Hopefully ours doesn't. <laughs> Hopefully we get playoff P back, pandemic P. <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the thing is like we're looking at two teams that didn't finish the season playing their best basketball. And now they both have to turn it on. So who do you who that first game is gonna be huge? It is. It's gonna it's gonna set the tone for the rest of the season. I meant for the rest of the series. Uh obviously a lot of people have said it on Twitter is facts. The X factor for this entire series is gonna be Chris Stops Porzingis. A hundred percent. We go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, you know, we we lost him last year after game three. Um and, you know, it felt for me, it was, it was always about unfinished business. That's why I said I didn't mind the matchup because I wanted us, whether we win or lose, to be able to go out on our feet with Luca and KP healthy. But people also pointed out, and I had forgotten about this, we didn't have Brunson, we didn't have Willie Colley Stein, and we didn't have Dwight Powell. That is true. We didn't have any of those guys. That's um, why. Willie set out the bubble, Dwight was injured, and Jalen was injured. Right. Like, that's this is a different series it is that's a very good point and i didn't think about that until you just said it this is a very different series obviously they didn't have ibaka or rondo uh last year um they lost montrez harrell they lost jamal crawford or no lou will yeah they lost lou will 
I, I was picturing one that I knew. I was picturing somebody firing up shots. A six man, yeah. He was picturing a six man. <laughs> uh, we got JJ. Uh, well, is JJ going to... Is JJ, JJ's kind of... JJ, JJ. His heel acted up on him the other night. Yeah, uh, that's right. Maxie, you know, sat out the past couple of games as well. Unfortunately. Uh, um, so they have a week. I'm they hoping... Week. I'm expecting Maxie will be back. But then, even then, he hasn't been himself. Right. To keep it okay. a, a stack. Uh, so... And we know he got good in that time. Should we just talk about this series right now? Uh, <laughs> since that's what we're already doing. I mean, we already have with it. We already doing it. Uh, we really didn't want to talk about the previous week, so you know, uh, let's not talk about it too much because you know we're not supposed to be going long. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching the time. <laughs> uh, question. Okay. Usually in the playoffs, NBA teams' rotations shorten, mm-hmm. uh, usually to around like eight players. So, what are you expecting the rotation to be? So, I mean, Luca KP off the top, right? Dorian Finney Smith off the top. That's three. Uh, I think they're going to stick with Tim Hardaway Jr. starting. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you watched the game or listened to any of what the homers, I mean, uh, Mark and Skin and them were saying. <laughs> um, but but uh, I think Jay Rich, they had like a whole conversation with Jay Rich. He said if coming off the bench is cool or uh, is what is best for the team, then he's willing to do it. So I Did think. I not t- say on this podcast, I believe it was last week. Well, was it the week before when I said Josh Richardson should come off the bench? Did I not say that? He, he should be not playing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Great buttons. <laughs> but that's too mean, right? So not what I asked you. <laughs> I mean, it's been a it's been a topic of conversation. It has brought been brought up that he needs to be on the bench. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. He's been ass off the bench as well. So that has not cured any woes. Uh, but yeah, Timmy, Timmy's starting. Now the question is Willie Colley Stein or Dwight Powell as the fifth the fifth starter? Ah. Or do we go even crazier? How crazy are you talking? Boba. Okay, so moving on. Did we start Boban with KP last time? No. Are you sure? Boban has not. No. <laughs> last year in the playoffs. No, he did not start. I got to double check this. I got to double check. He did not start. I know he played. He played. He did not played start. Because uh, he didn't start until KP went out, I think. So moving on, um, <laughs> uh, Brunson, obviously, of course, yes, Brunson. Uh, Dorian Bridget. starting. Dorian starting, yeah. Dorian starting. Okay. So Luca, KP, Dorian, Timmy, and who's the fifth? Willie, star? Willie or Dwight Powell? At the moment, probably say Dwight Powell. Okay. Uh, at the moment, Dwight Powell. So the three off the bench would be Jalen, 
Josh Richardson, because Josh Richardson is going to play, whether people like right. it or not. He's right. going to play. And the third is probably going to be Willie. Correct. If there's a fourth, who would it be? Uh, let me look at this. Maxi. 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 Oh, shit. It would be Maxi. We forgot about it's definitely Maxi. Yeah, so if it Maxi may Willie may be the fourth, Maxi's gonna be in the in the eighth rotation. Then are you saying Willie's a fourth off yeah, the bench? Willie's okay. the fourth. Yeah. I can respect that. It's gonna be weird because like you remember last year we had Maxi Garden Kawhi and Dwayne Finney Smith Garden PG, neither of which I mean, Maxi did his thing. He stayed in front of Kawhi. The problem is Kawhi was getting <laughs> getting buckets regardless. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith wasn't doing a great job on PG. PG was just missing shots. Facts. So I'm curious how they're going to defend those two. Josh Richardson is going to get some of those. You know what? I'm getting less excited about this, <laughs> this matchup by the minute. <laughs> Just keep it in. I, I would like some Josh Green minutes, but you can't throw the rookie into the fire like that, man. They're, they're not putting Josh Green out there. It's yeah, unfortunate yeah. that they didn't get him minutes earlier in the season, so that maybe it would be an option. Exactly. But if he's on the court, we're desperate. They failed at that. Yeah, if he's on the court in his playoffs, we we are in a desperate situation. We 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 need KP to do what he did against the Clippers last year. I don't know. I, my hopes are not high for seeing that. I'm yeah. saying that KP needs to average close to like between 28 and 32 for the series. Pretty much. We, we're, we're not getting that. We're not going to get the stops. So we got to get buckets. Uh, I did confirm Boban did not start any games, by the way. I confirmed that when you asked it. Hey, man. Anyway, apparently Trey Burke got the last three starts. I remember okay. Trey Burke starting. Bubble this Burke. is going to be interesting, though. It's definitely going to be interesting because, like you said, we have Willie now. We have more size than we had last year. Right. Uh, if we're being honest, yes. Oh, damn, they got Boogie, too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I was literally about to say Serge Ibaka is good, but he's not big, big. And can we still take cool, but 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 then I thought about it. I was like, "Fuck, they got boogie." Oh. Can we still take? Oh Jesus, <laughs> we messed up. I didn't think this through. I didn't think this through at all. <laughs> Yo, we about to get. Oh, they got Rondo. They about oh, to beat. Can you imagine Mavs Twitter if we lose to a Rondo team in the playoffs? <laughs> it's gonna be ugly. Cousins growling in our faces. Is cousins gonna get Luca teed up? Oh man, that's gonna be bad. Shit, cousin might get KP teed up. All right, Boban's probably gonna have to play. Boban is not getting minutes, bro. <laughs> Look, you play cash up, what's up? No, no, no. Hold up. If I say that, then it's gotta be like, you know, no injuries. <laughs> All right, health health permitting. If there's injuries, then it then it's the bets off. Twenty-five but, bucks. Twenty-five that he does not play at all during the series but garbage time minutes don't count like if it's significant, blown out. significant minutes 
Yeah, significant minutes. Twenty five. Like middle middle of the game, close game, like not yeah. rolling out the white out. Twenty five bucks. He doesn't. <clears throat> okay, I'm in. I told you we don't have no big men with no ass. And I'm saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have an interior presence. None of these dudes are providing that. Like we just watched Minnesota get to the rim at will. Cat, I mean, Cat dunked on Boban. That was ugly, but that was how Boban was being utilized in this series last year. Was as an interior presence. So I would, I'm put, I'm willing to do 25 on it. <clears throat> if Cousin starts going off on our, never mind. If Cousin starts scoring inside the paint at will, I can see Boban getting thrown out there. That's that's it. I'm gonna just, I'm, I'm gonna just say this is not looking good, bro. That's 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 really it. Yeah, they're they're kind of built different. Oh man, but <clears throat> crazier things have happened. We still got Luca. We still got Luca. KP is an X factor. Tim Hardaway is an X factor. We can get hot. Jalen <clears throat> Brunson is an X factor. We get hot. We can be any team in the league. Facts. Well. In a in a game, I don't know in, about a seven game series. And in, in so, one game, if we can do that once, if we can do that twice, we can steal this series. That's true. Oh man, I'm so nervous. It, it's like the basketball gods are lining it up for redemption. Like, look, everybody's healthy. We both healthy. Ain't nobody sitting out the bubble. Everybody at their best. We had a week to rest. Let's get it. Bars, nigga. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let that go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not the resident rapper on the Matters Outside This Podcast. No comment. No comment. I'm, let, I'm letting it go. You got it. You did your thing. So uh, do we want to move on to the awards? Let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, <laughs> uh, well, not me and Bibbs. Bibbs. Well, no, fuck that. Me and Bibbs came up with an idea. <laughs> Me and Bibbs came up with an idea to do our own regular season awards based solely on the Dallas Mavericks. So, like, you have the MVP award, we'll have the most valuable Mav award. Like, you have defensive player of the year, we'll have defensive Mav of the year. Six man of the year, six Mav of the year. Most improved, most improved Mav so on so forth we won't be doing rookie of the year but we will be doing uh excuse me best newcomer which you know they both kind of obvious but anyway uh <laughs> bibs was bibs came up with these crazy ideas to name them after mavs players and i said hell no but you know what i'm gonna let him get his shit off so if he want to do it then go ahead and do it but you know is that what you want to do, sir? Yes, sir. All right. So name the awards, Bibbs. <clears throat> Are we naming? Uh, you just want the names? Yeah, names of the awards so they can hear this book. All right. So <laughs> the MVP award is the Dirk Nowitzki, Mavs Most Valuable Player of the Year. Um, defensive Player of the Year is going to be the Tyson Chandler Defensive Player of the Year or Defensive Mav of the Year Award. Uh, Sixth man of the year is going to be the Jet Award. 
the newcomer of the year is going to be the Roddy Boubois. Newcomer of the year award. You ain't think about the most improved, did you? And the most improved Mav award off the Dizzy Dome right now. It's going to it's going to be the Dorian Finney Smith most improved Mav of the year. Award. The fuck out of here. <laughs> You realize if you name the award after a nigga, mm. I, was, I just you gonna have to bleep that out. If you, if you name the award after a guy that's on the team currently, you have to give him the award. False. No, it's gonna be the let's, let's, let's call it the Josh Howard. No, he was the rookie of the year, wasn't he? Let's call it the JJ Barea Most Improved Mav Award. Fuck it, JJ Barea it is. Sounds See, good to me. All right, we, we, let's roll with it. Keep it moving. All right, which, I'm gonna let you host it. Let's let's get it. All right. <clears throat> Probably start with the most obvious. What's the most obvious? I mean, newcomer. It, there's a couple pretty obvious ones. There's only one obvious. Well, there's only two obvious. There's two. Ones yeah, that's two obvious ones. So let's start one. with newcomer. Let's start All with right. newcomer. Uh, who's your uh, Mavs newcomer of the year? Mavs newcomer of the year, you know, this was a a tough choice Man, because none of our newcomers. Would... <laughs> 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 Shit. Uh, Josh Green's my new. Yes, that is my newcomer as well. Easy as hell, man. Why did you choose Josh Green? Because no other newcomers really got minutes. This was this was kind of I mean, by default, but we actually Richardson. really love Josh Green on the podcast. But um, Josh Richardson got plenty of minutes. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, none of the newcomers play productive minutes, like good minutes. <laughs> so um, JJ did, but he came too late. Uh, you know, so uh, okay. yeah, by default, it had to be Josh Green. Um, yeah, Josh Green, a uh, guy I'm excited to see more of in the future. So that's why I had to make that choice. Uh, nobody, none of the rest of these newcomers did anything that made me say, yeah, I, I need to see more of that. Hopefully next year, since he's going to be a rookie, he'll get some more minutes because we know how Carlisle is. Right. But, uh, let's start. Um, let's save. Let's let's save the MVP for last. OK, let's save the MVP for last. So um, most improved Mav of the year. Who you got? This was another one uh, I had to do a little bit of research for, and I, I gave it to Jalen Brunson. Uh, same, same. I did increases points from eight point two to twelve point six. Rebounds from two point four to three point three. Assists pretty much the same, but shooting numbers went from forty six, thirty six, eighty one to fifty two, forty, eighty one. Um, <clears throat> tremendous jump in production for Jalen. Uh, to get that bag. So congrats to him. Not only did his field goal percentage, uh, both two point field goal percentage and three point field goal field goal percentage rise but his field goal attempts rise as well along with his percentage which is you know uh a big thing that i feel like people don't really okay. pay attention to so just wanted to point that out uh, yeah but yes i had jalen brunson as most improved mav as well uh sixth mav of the year uh i guess i'll go uh my sixth mav of the mav of the year award went to jalen brunson Mm. Actually, uh, I know it's a talk. Even in even in real life, uh, Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway have been involved in uh, six man discussions. Um, I gave this award to Jalen Brunson simply because I know Tim has the 
better numbers, but Tim has also started more games this season. Granted, he came off the bench for half of the more than half of the games, <laughs> so he's eligible for six man. But Jalen has done most of his work off the bench, and uh, Tim has had chances to start a lot of games where he put up really big numbers. So you know, uh, Jalen has played sixty-seven games and only started twelve. So. <clears throat> for me, it was, and I did go back and forth. And, and I did settle on going ahead and giving it to Tim instead of Jalen. Okay. Uh, even though that Tim started 30 games, you know, the threshold is half game, half of the games to not qualify or not uh, count. And even though Hardaway started more, they only played about three and a half minutes a game different on average. So, um, even though Brunson's percentages are higher on the shooting percentages, Tim Hardaway, I feel like had more impactful games and that's what really put it over the top for me, um, was Tim. I feel like when Tim has gotten hot, it has meant more. I feel like Brunson's been more, a little bit more consistent, but Tim's big games seem to come at the right time or his big shots seem to come at the right time. And that's what a six man means to me. Won't argue that. Won't argue that at all. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. This is an interesting award. Defensive okay. Mav of the Year. Ooh-wee. Who you got? Oh, well, you I think you got the same person I got. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm think you Luka. I'm going with Luca. I got Luca too. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man meme. Hold up. <laughs> Uh, how'd you come to that conclusion? How'd you come to that conclusion? Who else playing defense on the team? <laughs> Look, you know what? I pulled out the advanced. We talked analytics. about it on this before. We talked about it on the podcast before. Luca has been the best defensive player on the team this year. Yeah. It's not even it's it's sad that, sad. that this is where we are as a as a franchise. He has the most blocks on the team this season. I had to pull out the advanced analytics because I was like, I really, this can't be right. Like that we really don't have any real defenders. Cause I, I, you know how I feel about Finney Smith and Maxi fell off. And then I looked at the defensive wind chairs and Luca's killing it. He's way above everybody else. Destroying the game. So, um, it, it was after that. It was a pretty easy call. I think he's tied for the lead in steals of people to actually play, or he's pretty close on steals. Um, like you said, blocks. He got blocks, and he was clamping up. So you know, I feel like he earned it. Nobody else I can point to and say I trust you to play deep in a one-on-one situation, um, or to make the right rotations. So and he's been consistent. Yeah, he's he's showing up. And I'm, I'm mostly impressed because that was one of the few things I knocked him for coming out of the draft was his awareness on defense. And I feel like Luca is at this point, whatever challenge is placed in front of him, I expect him to, to come into the next season and erase it. Like he added a whole mid-range game this year out of nowhere. Whole mid-range Right. And he, and he got, he got his three point shot up. So, you know, why did he do that? He was getting to the rim pretty much at will against the Clippers, but he wasn't hitting his threes necessarily when we needed him. And mid-range game, he didn't really have that. 
So now he has the entire package. I'm excited to see what he's about to do to these Clippers. I can't wait. It's a different Luka than it was last playoffs. You know, they better be ready because they couldn't stop that one. And Luka got a deeper bag now. So, all right. So I feel like this was the other obvious award you were talking about. Yeah. So, uh, the most important award for last. I'm going to hand it off to you. I want you to go first. Most valuable Mav of the season is. For the most valuable Mav, you know, this one was pretty tough until I looked at a couple of things. Um, it had to go to Chris Dapps Porzingis. He has the most money of <laughs> nah. the most valuable Mav is Luca. He gets the Dirk Award. There's no debate in that at all. Nobody's going to argue with that at all. You done? Yeah, that's it. My most I, my most valuable Mav award goes to Tim Hardaway Jr. This mother does get. I will screenshot it right now and text it to you so you won't think I'm trolling. I'm not trolling. He's really he he really. You thought this was obvious choice, huh? You thought this was obvious, or you just accepted? I never said this was obvious. You the accepted. two obvious choices I was talking about was newcomer and defensive player of the year. We had a good vibe going until right now. If it were not for Tim Hardaway Jr., we would be in the play-in right now, and you can argue not in the playoffs, and that is a fact. And that's why yes. you did. Um, yes, Luca yeah. is the best player on the team. Yes, Luca has led this team, but when the front office has decided to sit Luca and KP for absolutely no goddamn reason whatsoever, who has stepped up and put this team on his back? in crunch time situations against teams that we should be beating, but we are barely competing because our best players aren't playing. Tim Hardaway Jr. has. He has improved immensely this season for someone of his age. He has stepped up big time, stepped up and played a bigger role as the third scorer on his team. He deserves some praise. Yes, we all know Luka is the MVP, but Tim Hardaway is just as valuable to this team, not as Luka, I can't believe I was about to say that. Tim Hardaway Jr. is valuable to this team as well as Luca. So I wanted to give him some love. Tim Hardaway Jr., the most valuable Mav for Maurice Williams. Cap. Capital Cap. Cap. We storming the Cap Pitol. Come on, dog. You like, come on, dog. You like 35. I'm upset. Wow. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm not trolling. How much did Tim Hardaway Jr. pay you for this? <laughs> what? He didn't pay me. I wish he did. He didn't is this pay me. campaign for him to get 25 mil? Is this what this is? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want him to get that much. The first game Lucas sat out was the Bulls game, where we lost by 10. Your boy was four for 15. Hey, yo, let for, me ask you something. Two for All 12. I for him in this speech, was you just, was you just looking? <laughs> I, had to, I had to get the numbers. I didn't want to misquote. I, I didn't, didn't want say in all of the games. All right, let's go to the next game Luca missed. That was game 34. Bro, I'm having deja vu. This is crazy. We beat San Antonio. Your boy was three for 11. One for six for three. The next game Luca didn't play was game 36. Let's go to it. 
All right, your boy showed up. Hey, he lit. He had 24 points on seven for 18. And we lost. And we lost to Oakland. Okay, he did his thing, though. He didn't win the game. That ain't value. He had empty points, empty empty stats. Mass fans love them, right? All right, game 43 and 44. Luca didn't play. We lost both games. Where they at? MVPs don't always win, man. Your boy was seven for 14, two for seven from three in the first one. 11 for 19, 5 for 10 for 3. He did have a big game against New Orleans. That was a good game. He had 30. That was a good one. I didn't say all of his big games came from. He lost by 9. Luca and KD. You said that we would be in the play-in without his big performances. I'm giving him one. I said yeah. big performances. He's had big performances, not just the games where Luca and KP ain't play. He had two. He was two for one. Two, three, four. Two and four with no Luke. Two and four with no Luke. Hey man, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying right now. You hear? <laughs> hey man, I, I guess you're all in on the, the Timmy bag. Man. How, what's how big should the bag be? How big should the bag? Be? Nothing over twenty million. Nothing over twenty million. So twenty mil even. I ain't crazy though. All right, 20 mil even it is. Most valuable math goes to Tim Hart. You ah. see, this is what ha- this is how this is how we get weird, but how Steph wasn't unanimous for the MVP. People gotta be cute. Wait, so did Steph not deserve to be unanimous MVP? <laughs> he did, but somebody decided to be cute with the award and give votes to other people. That's what just happened right now. To Luca. Luca should be unanimous. But but no one gave. Okay, you voted for somebody that didn't deserve the award. It's only two of us. <laughs> exactly, we split the vote 50-50, Luca Tim, Timmy. It should have been hundred percent Luca. It's all good. I'm getting off the soapbox. Right, look, y'all can give Luca whatever the fuck y'all want to give Luca. Okay, we knew that was the obvious choice. I want to switch it up a little bit. Show somebody love. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Just acknowledge it. That's why you didn't give him the six man. That's why you didn't give him the six man. Anyway, speaking of showing people love, uh, this is going to be a different unsung hero that I'm about to do. But first, we're going to get into the ad read as usual. We'll be back with Mavs unsung hero of the season. Then we're going to close this thing out. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. 
Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. And we are back. The Mavs Outsiders podcast, end of the season episode. Uh, I'm back for my final. Well, maybe this is final. I may do, you know, um, Unsung Hero a playoff series, uh, depending on how many we play in. But um, so far, this is going to be the Mavs Unsung Hero of the season, the entire regular season, someone who went under the radar, so to speak, during the regular season, who deserves more credit and the award for the first annual Mavs unsung hero of the regular season goes to drum roll, please. Dorian Finney Smith. No, he's not an elite defender. No, he's not an elite shooter. But Dorian Finney-Smith does a lot of little things on the court from here and from time to time and here and there that helps the Mavs get wins that we truly need in crunch time. And speaking of crunch time, he has actually came through clutch in the crunch time a lot of times this season. No, he's not a clutch player. I'm not calling him Hall of Famer Robert Ory. But, you know, some people get that joke. But he has come through when we've needed him. No, he's not an elite defender, but he has, you know, played some defense this season along with Luka, defensive Mav of the year, to help us get wins, to help us get into the position that we're in now. And I can genuinely say we may not be in the position we're in now without the help and the hustle of a cleanup man, Dorian Finney-Smith. No, that's not going to be his official nickname. I'm not calling him the cleanup man. The cleanup? I love it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to show my age real quick. Anyway, uh, yes, Mavs Unsung Hero of the regular season goes to my boy DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith. We love you, kid. Make sure you show up in the playoffs. We need you. Love. And now, on to um, a weekly forecast I'm very curious about. Uh, On to Bibbs. Bibbs? Thank you, Reese. Uh, lovely unsung hero of the season. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith has been huge. I believe they showed a graphic today that uh, said that he's hit the most clutch shots on the team this season, which is uh, very interesting. Uh, but moving ahead, let's look at this forecast. There are <laughs> clear skies. That's right, folks. We avoided that ho-ass play-in. Uh, so no games this week. We get to watch. Steph and LeBron battle it out to see whose legacy is going to be questioned for a couple of days before they put John Morant out of his misery. And uh, then we get to watch uh, Westbrook versus Tatum. Uh, And in the meantime, we'll be stress-free because we don't have any games. We're going to be coasting through (laughs) the weekend and then we'll finally have to face those daunted Clippers, but uh, enjoy it folks. Sun's out, buns out. Uh, I think I took this too far. Anyway, back to you, Reese. I'm not sure what just happened. But 
Um, you know what? Let's just close out the show. Things um, got again. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what that was. Um, I apologize for the listeners at home if you feel uncomfortable. I apologize. Moving on. Wow. Uh, no it's more basketball talk, Mom. No, no more basketball talk. It's about to be 2 a.m. We're closing it out. It's time to talk about what we've watched, listened to throughout the week. What about you? What's What's been up with you, Bibbs? What you, what have you listened to throughout the week? You know what? We know what we've listened to. Let's get to that. Let's, let's wait for that. What have you watched? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I did watch two things this week. I really didn't need to watch anything because uh, last week of this class, but I did watch um, the movie The Woman in the Window uh, on Netflix, which <clears throat> a ridiculous cast with multiple Oscar winners and nominees, Amy Adams, Gary Oldman, um, Julianne Moore, and... Um, Brian Tyree Henry's in it, like a ridiculous cast, but the movie was ass. Um, it was when they, they they actually filmed it in 2018. They screened it in 2019. People said it was confusing, so they did rewrites and reshot different parts of the movie to make it less confusing. And going into the movie, I didn't know that. But watching it, I said, I feel like four different people directed this movie because it's so all over the place. Now, if it was like a bargain basement random thriller that was popped up on Netflix with some rando actors, it would have been fine. But because of the cast it has, you expect great things and you just don't get that here. It, it was whatever. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, they intentionally mislead you in different places. There's like a bunch of huge twists at the end, half of which don't make sense and uh or don't make sense or don't matter like we didn't need to be confused on that part type of stuff but uh i don't know it was weak uh, i also watched <clears throat> the son of sam sons of sam documentary or docuseries on netflix i'm not sure if you're a true crime person reese um no but for the listeners that are that was actually an interesting one um do you know son of sam i'm not familiar with it so most people know Son of Sam because he has a weird looking face and he basically was just randomly shooting couples, mostly couples in cars on like lover lane, lover's lane type areas in New York. Like he terrorized New York for a while. <clears throat> but I didn't know. I didn't like the what the documentary covers. I didn't know this part of the story. Like he's always brought up on like criminal minds and stuff like that. Um. But what the, this story actually covers is the conspiracy around the fact that he didn't do the, all the shootings. He was a scapegoat. Mm. He might be two of them. But there I've was heard a son of Sam used in a rap before, but I didn't understand the line because I don't know him. Probably a New York rapper. But yeah, in the late 70s, I believe. Yeah, late 70s. For about a year, I believe, he terrorized the city, just randomly shooting people, mostly young women with dark hair. Like, what girls were changing their hair color, cutting their hair, all kinds of stuff. Like, it's not uh, like the, um, the, um, Jack the Ripper. And that's what people were saying. Like, Jack the Ripper is this infamous killer. Like, they were showing, like, interviews from that time. And people were like, Jack the Ripper is this infamous killer. He only killed five people, I think. And Son of Sam did more than that. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, I think he ended up shooting 13. I say keep saying he, but the whole point of this documentary is that he didn't do all the shootings. There was a larger conspiracy. They get into cult stuff. They get into how he might have been tied to Manson. And there's a lot of evidence out there that he didn't do all the shootings. They like show all the police sketches and like none of the two sketches look the same, like from shooting to shooting. Um, <clears throat> most of the victims don't believe he shot them. And he himself, after years of not saying anything because he feared retaliation and he actually did have his throat cut in prison at one point, he finally came out and admitted to the two shootings that he did do and said that other people sh did other shootings. All the other people that were found to potentially have been involved ended up mysteriously dead within a couple of years of him going to jail. Um, one was ran off the road in a, in a mysterious accident where people like they show that he was his car was pushed by another vehicle. Uh, one dude shot himself, quote unquote, as cops were coming to talk to him. Um, and then what happens? Oh, the other guy that maybe they think recorded one of the film or one of the shootings and made a snuff film. He and his girlfriend were uh, ambushed as they got back from a movie and shot in the head. Like, it's not just some BS conspiracy stuff. Like, there's legitimate evidence that there were multiple people involved in these shootings and the police just wanted because we know police do this they found a guy they wanted people to not panic anymore and they said this is our guy he was crazy and they ran with it it was an interesting watch i i, I can tell um it's probably not my cup of tea but it does sound interesting actually um on netflix yeah it's on netflix sons of sam um, I think, uh, I can't think of old girl's name. Old girl off of Twitter has said she was watching it. I had it on my list, but I went ahead and old watched girl it. Off of Twitter. I'm trying to think of her name. Oh, oh, damn. I'm bad with names, man. If I don't talk, if you, especially if it's not like a regular name. And Do I don't I know think. the person? Yeah. Um, the LSU chick. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey. There we go. Yeah. Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey said she was watching it the other day because I was watching the, uh, What's the other one? The Night Stalker one last week. Mm. And I, I do. I'm a true crime person. I listen to the podcast. So this one was actually, they were both interesting. Um, I learned stuff about both. But like, if you don't like seeing bodies and stuff like that, and you don't want to read it, hear about occult stuff, <laughs> don't don't watch this. Either one of them, actually. Well, uh for me this week, I haven't really, I was going to go watch uh, Nobody, but literally the only day I had off from work this week was Monday, and yeah. I ended up being busy. Yeah, I picked up overtime this week. Okay. So, get the uh, didn't get to go see it. Uh, going to try again this week, but um, I caught up on My Hero Academia Season 5, the anime. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of Mavs friends on Twitter watch anime. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, I hate when anime start off like this with this art class A versus class B thing. And sorry, babes, I'm not talking to you because you don't understand. Somebody back. We love. <laughs> uh, I'm talking to them. Uh, this whole class A class B thing is. I'm just ready to move past it. Get on to the real deal. Uh, just ready for it to be over with. Um, 
what else? Uh, not really movies, TV, but a YouTube series that uh, I've told Bibs about before, but it's called The Movie Trivia Schmodown. Uh, it's movie trivia, but think about movie trivia mixed with the sports aspect of UFC mixed with the drama aspect of WWE. Uh, it's an entire show. Uh, it's been going on for years. They're on their eighth season right now. Um, they have four different divisions. They have the singles division, which encompasses all movies, everything movies. Uh, they have the teams division, which encompasses obviously all movies, except, you know, it's teams matches. Uh, they have the inner geekdom division, which... Uh, covers geek culture movies like, you know, MCU, DCEU, um, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, I think you get the picture. Uh, they have a Star Wars division, which is arguably the best division in the, uh, in the show. Uh, these players... Who play star who play in these Star Wars divisions? It's insane stuff they know about these movies. Like they ask questions about Star Wars that I'm like, how do you, when did that even come up in the film? And they know it. They don't miss questions. I don't understand it. I don't understand how they keep that much in their brain. Uh I have fun playing along to it. Uh, even if I don't know. Uh it's a lot of stuff I've learned about movies watching it. So if what you about to say? Let me ask you this, because um, I've been I, I, I subscribe to the podcast, so like I get the alerts when they post a new episode, but I haven't figured out like when will be a good time to like listen to it. Like, just jump in. It's it's no <laughs> yeah, just jump in. It's no time to like oh this is a good time. Just yeah, okay. Just jump okay. in. Like the next episode, just jump right in. Okay. Yeah, they post um, they have matches Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. You can find it on. Uh, any podcast network under Movie Trivia Schmodown and on YouTube, uh, Schmodown Entertainment Network. Uh, it's fun, man. I love it. Uh, they even have merchandise and stuff. It's it's really fun. So if you're a movie fan, you know, check those, check them out. Uh, other than that, I haven't really been watching anything. I know we both listened to Cole's album. Yeah, I listened to some other stuff too. Uh, what else? I listened to Moray's album today. If anybody's um familiar with Moray, who's also from Fayetteville, North Carolina, really good artist. That's R and B or something else. Uh, a mix, hip hop, R and B. Gotcha. One of those guys, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's really it. I listened to uh, Marlon Craft's new EP. Uh, New York rapper. Okay. Um, Snow, though. I got into Snow, the product, finally. Oh, you didn't really listen to her much before? I listened to her, like, once a very, very long time ago. Okay. And it was me. But I've been I've been really on my female rapper tip lately, so. Put me on to some more female rappers, because I know you know a lot. And it's one you put me on to, who I name I can't remember, so I can't look her up. Was it, uh, what, what did she rap like? I can't remember. Is it more soulful stuff or? I can't remember. Bars. <laughs> Bars. 
3D not T is my girl from New Orleans. Um, man, you got me messing up now. Chica is from Alabama. She's got. I Chica's- like Chica. I discovered Chica through the X, the double XL freshman class. Then I heard that song she got with Charlie Wilson. She's crazy. I like Chica. I like Chica. This is, crazy. Is what I, this is what I need you to do. Okay. Go on your. Go on your notes app. And just put down a list of female rappers that you like. Okay. And need- then send it to me. No albums, just names. No albums, just names. If you if it's a specific album you would like for me to listen to to like get like first jump in, yeah. send it. But you know. Most of the ones I listen to, you can't go wrong. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, my boy Pierre from the Through the Wire podcast put me on to Larry June. Uh, West Coast rapper. I love West Coast music. I love the music that give me the West Coast feel. It ain't real, you know. It ain't bars. It ain't lyrical. It's just vibes. <laughs> uh, right. Perfect riding music. I listened to it on the way home yesterday from work. Uh, about a 35 minute ride, just riding on the highway, enjoying the mixtape. Uh, I didn't know how many projects this dude really had. Uh, so definitely a fan of Larry June now. I've heard the name. I don't know if I've actually heard him rap, though, which is weird because there's not a lot of rappers that have been around a while that I have not heard. Yeah, he's got like, he's been out since, I can't remember <laughs> how long he's been out since, probably like 2014, 2015. There are three songs in my library with him on them. There's what? Three songs in my library that have him on them. Yeah, he's got like, he dropped a total of six projects last year. What the hell? Oh, so he wanted them. And he dropped five projects in 2019. Like full albums or? They mainly mixtape. They probably mixtapes not. But I mean, like more multiple songs, like not just. Oh singing. yeah, yeah. Like one of them. Well, okay. In 2020, he dropped. Like I said, he dropped six, and thirteen. Okay, one got seven. One has ten. One has seven. So it's not like he dropping twenty something. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's that's guess he's probably independent based on that. I think he is. That's how most of the independent people move. But yeah, the songs, he's got a song on here with Currency, one with the Cool Kids, and then one with Dizzy Wright. So I have an idea what his vibe is. <laughs> uh, cool guy, though. I like him. I like him. Uh, yeah. Okay. I that wraps it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much else to, to say, and I think we're actually... Oh, Corday. Corday's album, I like also. His EP, I should say. Ain't there like three songs going on? It's like five. And one of them reminded me of Young Cole. Like he actually legitimately sounded like Cole. His last album reminded me of Young Cole. And you know he was the one that responded to Yeah, Cole. Yeah. That's how I got on. Yeah, 1985. That's how I got on to him. That's how I got on to him because he had that YBN name and I'm like, oh, he wanted them niggas. And I'm like, oh, he can really rap. Like Yeah, he dropped it too. He dropped it. Uh, he got a rich girlfriend now, so I mean, I mean, he moving different. <laughs>
Uh, I love Corday, man. I can't wait for his next project. Yeah, shout out to Corday. Uh, we, I mean, how'd you feel about the cold, real quick? Um, I loved it, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be a lot of hyperbole with me. Uh, for the people that know me, my top three favorite hip hop artists of all time has remained the same. I'm at an age now where my favorite hip hop artist of all time is not gonna change. Because no one's gonna come out and like mm-hmm. it's a it's a certain connection for me with these top three like Ti, gotcha. Cole, then DMX. Okay, uh, DMX was my first favorite rapper ever. I'm not gonna say who mine was. I feel like it's somebody crazy. What was like Curtis Blow? You old shit. So Ti, Ti helped me like fall in love with hip hop like. Mm. I just like hip-hop, fall in love with hip-hop. Uh, and J. Cole was the rapper that, you know, came along that I related to the most. Okay. So th- those are my top three. Uh, Cole has never put out a bad project. Has he put out projects that I like less than others? Yes. Uh, it's too soon to review it. I love the album. I'm glad we got some features on it. Uh, if I had to rank it, it would be like his fourth best album for me. Uh, if you want to know my actual rankings of the album, go listen to the Mind of Reese podcast, episode 32. We rank J. Cole's albums. You will hear it. You're, you're welcome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I love the album, man. It's Cole. You know what we're going to get? Do I feel like he could have came harder? Pause. Yes, I do. But <laughs> <laughs> you all right? You wheezing over there, man? I can't, yo. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he did his thing, man. He did his thing. It felt like mixtape cold again, which was refreshing. Yeah, I was worried at first because those first few songs, I was like, eh, this is kind of. I think there was, I don't know if it was you or somebody else that said that it felt like, I think you shared, you responded to somebody saying that it felt like a filler tape. Yeah. Like filling the gap till he dropped whatever was real. I don't know if he, uh, I'm not ready to give him credit on that level yet, but the first few songs did sound like that. But once applying pressure hit, uh, I, I felt I felt a little bit more of the sting and the bite and the hunger. You ain't like uh, 95 South? I mean, the intro was cool. It was oh, cool. Okay, okay, okay. But it was an intro. So I'm assuming, you, I'm, I'm pretty sure you didn't like my life with 21 Savage. Cause... No, I did not. You're an old nigga. Uh... <clears throat> not stand out for me. Applying pressure, though, that was real. Um, that was when I was like, okay, now he's now he talking about some shit. And uh, addressing the things that he has to address, I think when you get to a level of success in rap, I, I noticed for me, I, I can listen to or I have an easier time listening to rappers that are going through or in similar stages in their life that I am. Uh, like right now, most of the favorite guys I listen to are guys that maybe when they were younger had ambitions to be at the top of the game, but then have settled into, you know what, I can just make a living out of this and be happy. Um, so I like Sky Zoo, guys like that, like that. They're never going to be household names, but when he drops a project, you know he's coming with it, and he's able to feed his family off of it. <laughs> so, 
it is what it is. Like, I, I don't have to be a household name. I, I do this. Um, <clears throat> so J. Cole, when I listen to him with his success, I expect him to be addressing, you know, where he is in his life, but I don't want to hear him bragging about money all the time. So I was glad to not hear that. Okay. Like, for him to be hungry because he's not hungry, <laughs> literally. Okay. Uh, so what's your what's your favorite song on the uh, on the album? I've only listened to it twice. Oh wow! So I, I can't. I'm not ready to say that. I might be going on a podcast to talk about it this week, though. I've listened to it like twelve times. Um. So yeah. Uh, what podcast will you be going on? Well, do you want to reveal that? Um. I, I might as well. I might be going on with the reunion, reunion like boys, and we might talk about Cole. We might talk about other things. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything you want to plug before we go? No, I want to go to bed. It is two fourteen. All right. Follow Minda Reese on everything: <clears throat> uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that. Podcast Minda Reese podcast. Literally Minda Reese everything. We out. Reese Bibbs. Peace. See y'all next week in the playoffs, baby. Hey, Brad, you know how Nationwide is more than an insurance company? Yeah, they're one of America's largest financial services companies. We get that in a song like Business Life Retirement. Or Nationwide's there to protect. I'm kind of the jingle guy. Not sure I agree with that. Well, I'm not sure I like your hat. Well, it would never fit on you. Products issued by Nationwide Life Insurance Company or Nationwide Life and Annuity Insurance Company. The general distributor for variable products is Nationwide Investment Services Corporation, member FINRA, Columbus, Ohio. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.